You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, March the 2nd, 2023. This is Nomi Sego with the top news at this hour. The Histadrut Trade Federation and Finance Ministry have reached a collective wage agreement for the public sector and presented its details today. On April 1st, each worker will receive a one-time grant of some 6,000 shekels. The work week will be shortened by two hours to 40 hours, and the wages of workers will overall go up by about 11 percent in the coming five years. The United States has condemned Finance Minister Betzalel Smotrich's remarks at a conference yesterday that the Palestinian village of Hawara should be wiped out and that the state of Israel should do it, not individuals. State Department spokesperson Ned Price told a briefing that the Israeli cabinet minister's comments amount to incitement to violence and said that Washington calls on Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and other senior officials to publicly and clearly reject and disavow the comments. Israel's ambassador to the United States, Mike Herzog, subsequently told CNN that notwithstanding the fact that Israel has been subjected to a recent wave of horrific terror attacks against its civilians, it is absolutely not Israeli policy and it's against our values to respond by wiping out civilian villages. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has denied claims that he equated between the settlers who rioted in Hawara after an attack earlier this week and protesters against the judiciary overhaul. A statement from the prime minister's office said that contrary to what is being heard in the media, the only comparison Netanyahu made between Harawa, Hawara and Tel Aviv is that it is forbidden to take the law into one's own hands anywhere. In a televised address last night, Netanyahu assailed the confrontations at protests in Tel Aviv and said there are red lines that cannot be crossed, even in the heat of an argument, and one of them is violence and anarchy. We won't accept violence, not in Hawara and not in Tel Aviv, Netanyahu said. Opposition leader Yair Lapid of Yeshatid said Netanyahu's statements were horrible and combative comments from a weak and dangerous man. Lapid said that what happened in Hawara was a pogrom carried out by terrorists, and he wondered how Netanyahu could equate the rioters in Hawara with IDF commandos, pilots, doctors and students who took to the streets to protest and whom Lapid called the best people in the land. Demonstrations continued last night, including outside the prime minister's private residence in Jerusalem. In Tel Aviv, large numbers of police were summoned to escort the prime minister's wife, Sarah, from a hair salon after hundreds of protesters gathered outside, shouting, among other things, the country is burning and Sarah is getting her hair done. The ongoing dispute over the government judiciary overhaul. Hundreds of senior economists have issued a second letter warning of the anticipated damage to the Israeli economy by changes the coalition is making to the judicial system. They said that since the first open letter was released, many signs have emerged indicating that changes could bring more forceful and swift economic damage than initially expected. 
Meanwhile, in a counterpoint, some 120 professors from various spheres in academia have signed a letter in support of the government's judicial reform, calling it an essential process to correct the judicial system, which they said in recent years overreached excessively into the other two branches of government, the executive and the legislative. The Special Knesset Committee formed to prepare the so-called Dairy 2 law is working to submit it for a first reading. The law is a second coalition revision of the basic law government intended to make it possible for the Shas party leader to serve in the cabinet despite his criminal convictions. Five residents of Yarka have been charged with the armed kidnapping of three Palestinian workers to avenge the abduction from a Janine hospital last year of the body of Druze teen Tiran Firou. The five were arrested in recent months, and with the filing of charges, news of the arrests was cleared for publication. According to the indictments, they beat the three workers before releasing them. And on the roads in Jerusalem's Shuafat refugee camp, three young siblings aged four, six, and eight were killed when they were struck by a car as they were walking to school. Red Crescent ambulances evacuated them to the Shuafat checkpoint, where Magenta Dome attempted life-saving treatment and evacuated them to hospital, but they did not survive. Police are investigating the incident. The weather outlook, unseasonably hot to Sharav conditions over most of the country, strong winds overnight in the hills. Friday will be colder but still hot for the time of year. Saturday, unseasonably hot, mostly in the hills and inland. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 26, Tel Aviv 27, Haifa 25, Beersheba 31, and in Eilat going up to 32 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.